everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 57 of the Matt and Matt O'Scale Trains podcast. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rochford, and with me as, uh, as well is, uh, well, it's my single co-host again, Johnny. Johnny, how you doing tonight, buddy? Doing good, doing good. Another Chicago episode, right, Matt? No, no New Yorkers sneaking in? That's right. That's the way it should be, right? Yeah. All Chicago all the time. Exactly. What, what is well, Matt Z tonight, Matt? <laughs> uh, Matt Z, unfortunately, is also uh, on duty. So he is working. And uh, you know what? He's He's got he's to gotta work so he can uh, buy all these really cool traditional and Lion Chief uh, trains that we're going to go over tonight in the catalog. That's right. That's right. And this is going to be a really fun episode. This is a, this is actually a first for us doing Line Chief. So I'm very excited to see uh, what the what the episode has entailed for us. Yep. And, and you know what? Let's go ahead and talk about tonight's episode. So uh, we are going to review the traditional and Line Chief items in the Lionel 2023 Volume One catalog. Now, uh, just to kind of point out, we are only going to cover the new items. So. If you have your paper catalog in front of you, it would be anything in there. If you have the digital catalog, you're going to probably see us skip around. So if you have a paper catalog, that would be best. Uh, And I'm going to refer the pages to the uh, paper catalog, because if I do it on the digital one, it's going to be absolutely wrong. (laughs) So just keep that in mind. and of course, uh, Johnny, we're not going to be doing this alone. Uh, we actually have several guests on tonight. Uh, we have some fantastic ladies from Lionel. Uh, I will introduce them. So first from Lionel, we have Megan. Uh, Megan, how are you doing tonight? Good. Thanks for having me. Real excited to talk about Lion Sheep and Traditional today. Yep. And and welcome to the podcast. This is your, your first time. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. And of course, uh, also from Lionel, we have Corey. Corey, uh, welcome to the podcast. Hey, everyone. Really excited to be here also. And uh, somebody returning is our friend John, a.k.a. Retro Mercado. John, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, guys. Thank you so much for having me back on the podcast. It's so awesome to be here talking about the new catalog. Before we get going with tonight's episode here, we'll uh, just hit some of our basic maintenance items and then we'll move on to the show for tonight. So as always, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Podbean, of course, that's our home base, uh, YouTube, as well as Amazon Music. Uh, We also, of course, have the Discord server, which is now beyond 200 members, and it's quite the happening place. You know, it's just something that we've talked about a lot on the show as a community aspect and just something that's always really great. Uh, it's a public discord. So anyone uh, can join it. We'll throw a link in the description of the video here. And uh, because this is a public discord, you will have to acknowledge that you read the rules as this is a community server. A uh, great group of moderators, of course, including us three hosts. And so we always make sure that everybody is treated with respect and is uh, very safe in our community here. Uh, we have a new URL for the podcast, and that would be mnmpodcast.com. Find us there. All right, so the last thing we'll talk about are our Matt and Matt merchandise. So if you want anything with our logo on it, be it you know a button, a coffee mug, a sticker, a hat, whatever, 
Uh, you can go to redbubble.com and you can look up Matt and Matt and you will be able to find us there. Before we start, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Trains.com. If you are looking for a great deal on used and new model railroading products and want top-notch service, then please head over to Trains.com where they have about over 120,000 products with new ones added every day. You can also sign up for their newsletter to see newly listed and newly discounted products and receive advance notice of upcoming promotions. Now, I've been using Trains.com myself as well as my co-hosts, and we highly recommend them to our listeners. Now, if you're like us and you're always on the lookout for your next engine, join the Trains Rewards program to earn points on every purchase and unlock future discounts. And if you're an avid collector and want first dibs on new items, sign up for the private car membership to get early access to new listings, earn five points per dollar spent, and unlock great benefits like no questions asked returns. Now, guys, don't forget that uh, you'll need parts to keep your engines and cars operating smoothly. And to do this, Trains has a collection of 15,000 plus parts available on their website for any item you may need. And also, if you're interested in downsizing your collection or know someone who is unfortunately leaving the hobby, Trains also buys collections. So head over to sellmytrains.com to get a quote. And Trains makes it easy to sell your collection. Now, if you do plan on buying from them, please use our affiliate link, which is www.trains.com slash MMOP. You can also use our unique one-time promo code MMOP for $10 off a single purchase on the trains.com website. All right. So before we get started, um, I do want to make sure that our guests, that you guys know our guests. Um, They're obviously uh, took the time out to come on our show here and uh, talk about the traditional and Lion Chief items in the the 2023 volume one catalog. So, uh, you know, obviously, uh, Megan, if you want to go first, can you just tell us, um, what you do at Lionel, your roles and, you know, anything that, uh, uh, you know, you contributed to in the catalog? Sure. Um, as you said, my name is Megan Frazier. I'm a product manager at Lionel trains, uh, working under Ryan Kunkel. I've been with the company a little over 10 years now, um, starting in the call center and working my way up to Ryan's team. I am the product manager for the uh, traditional Lion Chief Plus, traditional ready-to-run set, um, LC2, uh, also in charge of the operating and non-operating accessories, and also the uh, HO product line as well. Fantastic. And uh, Corey, how about yourself? Right. So I, uh, my name is Corey Harwell and I've been with Lionel for about almost nine years now, which is hard to believe. And um, again, just kind of work from the ground up in various departments. And now I am uh, super excited to be on Ryan's team. And so I am complimentary to Megan in many ways. And the categories that I will be um, going over tonight here will be uh, motorized units and also some made in the USA material. Um, I also do some personalized items and some items in our mass space. So a lot of the, the all family sort of train sets that you might gift to a family member or a friend or even maybe a, a child. So I touch a little bit of everything, but mostly just uh, peanut butter and jelly with uh, Megan. And that's how we come up with these great ideas. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I love the analogy there. Uh, do you guys, uh, quick question before we start, do you guys uh, have a, uh, a favorite railroad? Oh, 
That's a hard, that's a hard question. I like anything with a pretty paint scheme. Um, so if it's got a lot of color on it, I'm going to gravitate towards that. So I'm always a fan of just diesels in general. Um, anytime that Ryan or Dave come up with some of the fun fantasy schemes, that's when I really get excited about, about the trains. I'm a, uh, Northeast girl. So anytime I see any of the, like, um, I'm from Youngstown, Ohio. So there's, uh, some Youngstown locomotives that I'm a big fan of. Um, but yeah, I'm, a, I'm a diesel girl cause I like to see the deco. Yeah. And, uh, I am from Maryland originally actually born in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, I'm familiar with, uh, like Western Maryland, B and O. And I also like uh, Penn railroad. I think those are just classic road names and, um, ones that kind of spark those childhood memories that I can recall. That's awesome. Yeah. I am, uh, uh, I'm a diesel guy at heart too. So, uh, I collect the steam. I like the steam, but, uh, always the diesel guy. As West Coast Railroad fans, we are a big fan of colorful paint schemes and colorful pasture trains. So Matt and I definitely know where you're coming from there. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get uh, the show on the road here. Uh, let's go ahead and start. So I'm looking at the paper catalog, folks, and I'm on page 66 and I'm looking at these pretty awesome Mikados. And uh, I have to tell you, like, these are these are fantastic. And I'll let you uh, I'll let you ladies take the floor here and let us you know, talk about these. Mikados are always a fan favorite. And this is the first time that we're offering them as an LC 2.0 locomotive. We're bringing in um, you'll see four road names on this page and then uh, another scheme later on. Um, but kicking off with the Milwaukee, the Chicago, Burlington and Quincy, the Union Pacific and the Pennsylvania. Again, anytime that we can pack something full of features and have the, you know, the smaller traditional size scale for those people that, you know, have um, smaller layouts, uh, need to get navigate, uh, you know, larger curves, don't have a lot of room, uh, LC 2.0 is, is really the way to go if you're not looking to um, maybe take the leap into a legacy item yet. I've been very, very impressed with LC 2.0. Before I moved into scale, I, I had several and I and I do have um not to skip around, but I do have one of the 060Ts, the Santa Fe 060T with the Lion G plus 2.0. And uh yeah, but before we move farther in the catalog, uh, you know, as far as Lion G plus 2.0, it is a um it is a fantastic uh command system to put into these engines because it basically gives you a I won't call limitless way to control your engines, but there's certainly enough to blanket every kind of user out there for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, right out of the box, you have the option to either, you know, control it right with your phone or, you know, get a universal remote and have multiple locomotives at your control um, with a really a uh, simple and easy way to get started in, you know, the remote sense of the where it, it, it's easier to, you know, get the universal remote out of the box and program that in um, for then, you know, graduating into the legacy type item. I definitely agree with you there. Uh, coming from a perspective when I was much younger, I remember diving into Lionel products 
and seen Legacy and wanting to get Legacy so bad. So I, I begged my parents for it. I got Legacy and I sat there with the 990 set, super excited. Then I realized I didn't have any engines that had TMCC or Legacy in them. I had was a, a, a conventional Polar Express from the early 2010 era. So I was like, well, uh, can't use this. And I don't have anything that's intermediate for that. I'm definitely not telling my dad he just bought a command system that I can't use. So uh, having having the ability to step between using Lion Chief uh, and using Lion Chief Universal to TMCC and Legacy uh, engines like this are really important to have in the hobby. Not to mention, uh, if, if I remember correctly, the Mikados were done. Uh, junior Mikados were done a long time ago. Uh, maybe John can can chime in and correct me if I'm wrong here, but. Uh, Junior engines were done in the past, and something like this returning for the modern era is super cool. And I'm very excited to see these, especially with the road names that were announced. Uh, John, Mr. Retro Mikado, what do you think of the Mikados? On my namesake engine, I mean, come on. It's, I mean, I chose my name because it's one of the most popular engines in the world. I think it's one of the most mass produced engines in history. And as far as the Lionel model goes, it's been, I think you guys have had that model since, uh, early 2000s is one of the best sellers uh, y'all have ever had. And it is such a nice, dependable, all-around kind of locomotive. And the fact that they're 2.0 now, um, like you both were saying, it's it's so nice having the ability to uh, use any sort of control system. If you go to someone's layout, they don't have a legacy. You can pop your phone right out and still run on the layout. Uh, You can work with, you know, everything works with everything. It's one of the best ideas y'all have had overall. And, uh, the fact that these engines are, you know, you coming out with a ton of nice looking realistic road names. I mean, I see everybody who has a traditional layout pretty much that I know at least has one of these locomotives in some capacity. So the fact they're 2.0 now um, is going to be probably a really, really good move. Yeah, I would expect that you will see um, additional road names in the future here because uh, we expect that these will do really well. All right, let's go ahead and uh, I believe let's move on to the ET44 ACs. Yeah, again, like I said, I'm a sucker for uh, a good paint scheme. And we definitely have some four classic, you know, paint schemes here, hitting up the Canadian National, Kansas City Southern, the BNSF, and the Norfolk Southern. Um, Anytime that we get to do a modern diesel, uh, people just love to be able to see something that they're familiar with that when they're driving down the road, they look over and they go, oh, I recognize that, that loco. Um, So... It's always fun to have the ET44 in the line. And something really quickly I want to bring up about about the sounds in your Lion Chief Plus 2.0 products. Uh, you guys put like road specific stuff in there, I've noticed as well. Like you really go detailed and fun with a lot of the sounds that are in these, uh, you know, Lion Chief Plus 2.0 engines. Uh, I've definitely heard some on in uh, at the store. I've heard them from people doing videos on them. And, uh, you know, some of us uh, scale guys are, you know, if we don't have a vision line, you know, uh, I, I'll have to say I'm, I'm a bit jealous at some of the sounds in these things. They're, they're actually pretty, pretty, they're pretty cool for sure. Yeah, we are very lucky to have um, our amazing audio engineer, Tracy, on our team. He has... Um, definitely stepped up the level of uh, sounds and details that we have in, in all of our locomotives, whether it be, you know, your top of the line vision locomotive to even the, the set level sounds that we have. Um, very creative, very knowledgeable, um, helps us with scripts, 
and, you know, coming up with all the different dialogue in there. Again, we're very blessed to have him and he's super talented and it just adds that uh, extra level of collectability to our engine. All right. So question, I'm going to put you on the spot. Do either of you, uh, Megan or Corey, or do you guys have any of any voice lines in any engines? I have yet to record for an engine, but I did do recording on the rocket launcher that should be shipping here um, soon. So uh, a lot of people in the office got in on that one. So I'm excited to hear how that one turns out. And yeah, I've also done some recordings for a few of the scale items. The best part about it is, as Megan was saying, um, our sound engineer, Tracy, is so exceptional that he can take your voice and transform it into something completely different. And so you might not even recognize that our voice is in some of these pieces, but it's a lot of fun. Are you, are you on the F40s, Corey? <sighs> Shh, I'm not allowed to tell. Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll move on. Or uh, anybody else have any uh, questions or comments on the ET44 ACs? Yeah, um, if I just may say, uh, what I, like uh, Matt introduced a little earlier, I have a little bit of hobby shop experience. Um, kids gravitate toward the colorful modern diesel so much. They love, love, love seeing, having a model of things they see in real life. Um, the BNSF and NS ones, uh, really any of them have always just been so eye catching and they are great, great sellers from what I've seen. Uh, that was when that was brought out. I think that was like one of the really new modern diesels in that line. It's a good size. It, uh, like you said, the sounds and just in general, the sounds have been so great recently on all Lionel products across the board. Um, but yeah, like you said, Matt, especially in the, um, the traditional stuff. I mean, we will, you know, I've put some of these engines on the layout sometimes and uh, I'm blown away. Like you said, the road specific stuff, you'll hear them say their numbers off. It's, it's astonishing. It's, it's a really, really cool way when, you know, a kid getting this for the first time is, is going to have his mind, his or her mind blown by something like this. I mean, you know, when I was growing up, you know, when I was growing up, um, we, uh, it was not that advanced. So it's really cool to see what y'all are doing with these. And these are really, really popular locomotives from what I've seen. So they're going to do great too, I bet. Yeah, and kind of just piggybacking what was said, like, it's really nice to see modern diesels be in this line. Uh, I think it's one of those things where us uh, older scale guys tend to forget. You know, we all have our a lot of us are infatuated with steam and modeling the the transitional era and steam era. But we forget that a lot of the younger folks in the hobby who are getting into it, they see nothing but those huge unit trains go down the main line. And and more more times than not, your your younger rail fan is usually a modern person, a modern era rail fan. So being able to have, and there's not much representation of modern equipment for O scale that is readily available. So have it for the entry level hobbyist. So having something like this be introduced to the line that is uh, a line sheet plus 2.0, where they have not only a great entry level engine, but a great transitional era, transitional piece to get to scale if they'd like to go that way an amazing option. I mean, with CN, Kansas City Southern, BNSF, NS, uh, almost everything is covered there. So it's it's a great thing to have for the new uh, hobbyists joining uh, O-Scale. So awesome stuff. Thank you very much. We're always trying to make sure that we represent um, 
you know, all kinds of different locations across the country. So that again, like you said, people get the recognition of seeing something from their area in our catalog. For sure. For sure. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the uh, page 6869. We have these fantastic looking uh, bud RDC units. Yeah, these bud rail, these are passenger cars. Um, they're fun for a lot of reasons. We were talking about how we love diesels and how we're trying to take, you know, uh, trains and train cars from even the 50s, 60s, and kind of make them new, right? Make them innovative and exciting to people who are into those modern pieces. And so this is a great example. We've we've taken a Bud Liner car that was actually built back in the 1950s, and we have just absolutely packed it with Line Chief 2.0 technology. So you're going to get those awesome rail sounds, the interior lighting, a smoke unit, Bluetooth, Lionel voice control, all that fun stuff. And as Megan was saying, we always try to choose road names that you know our fans uh, want. And so there's actually another Bud Liner um, in here. It's the Polar Express Bud Car. And so um, that's really exciting. And, and that whole deco scheme that, I mean, it's like eye candy. But uh, we're offering these in two forms, uh, one powered unit, or if you want, you can get a combo that has a powered and a non-powered. Um, but super excited to see this newly tooled product, um, how it does and how people receive it. The fact that these have smoke units is absolutely fantastic. It was <laughs> definitely a must. Yeah, I have um, I have scale bud cars from third rail and they don't even have a smoke unit. <laughs> so this is I, I love these things. I love these bud cars. I had some. These are really cool. I hope you guys continue to do these bud cars. I think these are going to be really popular. I think uh, not to bring something else in the mix, but um, as a comparison, uh, those doodle bugs that are probably due out, I believe, sometime this year, uh, I think are going to be huge. And these are right on the same kind of map as those. Absolutely. So it's going to be um, very similar technology and those will ship um, and deliver this year. So as you said, um, those should be a hit as well. Go ahead, John. Oh, thanks, Matt. Uh, yeah, piggybacking off what uh, all of you guys said, um, these are really, this is a really good idea. These doodle, uh, not doodle bugs, these RDCs. Um, the whole concept, like you said, um, Corey, of taking, uh, you know, an existing older piece and what you guys have done, this is all throughout this catalog where you've uh, you've done these great future feature upgrades of smoke, and um, all these different control options and, uh, you know, the, the 2.0 features on these um, these models that, you know, might have been based on something previously. And you've just taken them to a whole nother level. Um, same thing with the dual bugs. Like you said, Matt, I've got two of those on pre-order just because those I'm so excited to see those models. Um, so this is a really, really, really good idea. I think these are going to do a great job. And like I said, it's a great price point. You can get a single unit. You have options. You're getting so many options with this kind of stuff. Um, you know, th these are I've been hearing a lot of people talk about these and the doodle bugs um, over the past couple of years. You know, the doodle bugs previously and this now. So, yeah, this is going to be a really, really good piece. Thank you so much. Yeah, these are these are fantastic. I'm very happy to see SP getting his recognition here for the bud cars. Um, and of course, you can't go wrong with New Haven. That's just a classic paint scheme in the bud cars. Um, but yeah, smoke interiors, the whole shebang. It's 
it's insane. I'm very excited to see how these turn out and I'm even more curious on how they'll sound as well. I, I might have to consider getting one for myself. Um, I will say just as a little, little, uh, little request. Can we, can we get the rocket one <laughs> with the, the giant aircraft jets on the top? I think that's something that people have been begging for a long time. That's just me asking for something being hopeful there but uh, if, these are fantastic so if you can see ones with the the giant aircraft turbines that new essential did the, the black beetle in uh in 2.0 i know that would be something that fly off the shelves no pun intended that would those are amazing i made a note just for you john <laughs> hey i appreciate that <laughs> all right well let's go ahead and continue on so i am on page uh, I believe this is uh, 72 and 73. And, uh, well, we got some Disney. And uh, it looks like we're celebrating Disney and Lionel. We are in full-on Disney 100 celebration mode. Um, I don't know if you guys have been out and about or checking your emails or on social. You are seeing something Disney 100. Um, I cannot go into a store right now without seeing it everywhere. And we're lucky to be able to celebrate the great history of uh, Walt Disney and, and Lionel. Um, you know, we'll talk a little bit about the hand car in a bit, but we'll kick off the series here with the uh, Disney 100th, uh, 100 Years of Wonder train set. What's really cool about this one is that it's got a, a special finish on it. Um, there's their celebration this year is huge, shiny, bright, uh, special finishes, platinum-like um, finishes. Uh, so for us to, to throw our um, unique coloring on this, uh, as you can see, and may not translate as well in print, it's got a kind of rainbow oil slick. No matter which way you look at it, you're going to get a different color of the rainbow um, shininess to it. Um, with a, it was a special uh, additive that we, you know, are going to have in the molding and in the paint. It's going to be just a showstopper piece. Um, also, we have the uh, reusing the disappearing hobo car, um, but in this instance, it would be the disappearing Mickey car with the Mickey sculpt on top. It's got that um, hatch on the top so that you can flip Mickey down in case you have low tunnels or bridges. Um, make sure you're protecting them there. It'll have, you know, the unique Disney sounds in it. Um, but really excited to be able to celebrate this with with Disney this year. Um, again, you're gonna you're gonna see Disney 100 everywhere you go, um, from you know us to other kinds of brands. We're all we're all in celebration mode here for for Disney. Um, what's cool about this set is we've got the add-on car as well, the the D100 illuminated box car. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen them, uh, but in the last couple of years, we did the uh, Polar Express and uh, Christmas box cars with the unique backlighting effect to it. So what you'll see in the Disney 100 illuminated box cars, that logo on the side there, it repeats on both sides and it'll have um, backlit LED multicolored lighting. So it'll appear as though that logo is, is uh, that logo is twinkling as it goes down the track. Um, the uh what's what i'm looking for the the effect there is just going to be a, just a showstopper for sure um again and if you've seen it on on the other cars that we've done in the last couple of years it really uh is such a great effect I, I do have a question on that one really quickly so it's got two sides it has obviously i mean on one side it has a side with the mickey that has the 100th anniversary do both sides glow or is it just one side 
it is um, both sides. Uh, it's the reverse panel. So where you see the D100, 100 Years of Wonder on the right side of the boxcar, on the other side of the boxcar, it would flip and reverse on that one. Gotcha. But it's, it repeats on both sides. Gotcha. Yeah, this that's that is a really cool. What a great car add-on car to put with this. Just already like knock it out of the park. Uh, obviously, Disney uh, steam set here that uh, I'm sure will be extremely, extremely popular with folks. Um, you yeah, know, it doesn't matter what type of Disney fan you are, because we've got the you know the fab five in there so that's mickey minnie donald goofy uh and daisy duck but also we've got so many other characters from from disney both um you know from the past and more modern so you've got you know some pixar characters in there you've got princesses in there um you've got characters from wally in there lilo and stitch so um any fan of Disney is going to see whatever part of fan of Disney they are represented in this set in the passenger cars. Oh yeah. That's cool. I didn't even notice that at first. Uh, it's like the shadow figures for them. That's really cool. Yeah. You, you can't go wrong with trains in Disney because obviously Walt Disney was a huge uh, train guy, uh, loved everything about it. So this is, you know, obviously, um, right up his sleeve and he would love all this stuff for sure. Uh, anybody have any questions on page 73 or should we just kind of move on here? I'll take that as a no. All right, let's just go ahead and flip through here. Then um, you want to talk about these boxcars. Yeah. So not only are we celebrating the, you know, the new, the fun with Disney, we're also taking a nod to the past and these vault moment boxcars, really give you the the fun uh, grayscale, um, black and gray, uh, old school uh, Disney imagery. So you've got, you know, Steamboat Willie, you've got old pictures of Goofy and Donald when they were first, you know, as their first inception of Walt Disney. So having the iconic imagery, uh, the real vintage look and feel on both sides of the boxcars, uh, really, again, celebrating where Disney got its start. And again, we have the four skews there, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Goofy, and Donald. And again, just celebrating their history throughout the years um, and really playing to that vintage look and feel. Also really exciting. Uh, always have to have an accessory to go back with any type of set. We are bringing back um, our two-story building but with a new twist. Uh, we have the illuminated theater. That theater will have a brand new tooled a marquee on the front. Those lights on the marquee will have that chasing light effect. So every other light will kind of chase around each other. Um, very animated. The interior will be illuminated as well as the poster boxes on the side. Um, there is vintage Steamboat Willie movie posters on both sides of this, um, as well as in the interior. So for fans of you know old school Disney, old school Walt, um, really where Disney got its start, having the Steamboat Willie uh, Theater on your layout is going to be a showstopper. Yeah, fantastic. These are awesome. Um, any comments on these or? Oh, John, go ahead, John. Yeah, um, I got to say, I've never uh, just personally, I've never been a huge um, commemorative boxcar 
um guy, but recently uh the company is really stepping up its game and like you guys are making some really, really cool um commemorative box cars that look very like well blended. Like a lot of these look I, I don't know how to really describe it. It's they're very cohesive they really work like like you said megan the grayscale effect is really neat and the uh the kind of effects and graphics you're choosing are they really blend well together i think these are going to be really um really good sellers and just the kind of you know stuff you were picking out for these really really looks good um and also with the theater idea um you know, not having giving those options to us again of like I, there's a theater in a town near me, um, a really, really old theater called the Tally Ho that looks just like a theater like this for someone who doesn't want that huge, you know, kind of like uh, giant marquee with the flashing neon lights. Just something small like this is a really good idea for just diversity. So um, I think both these are going to be really good pieces. Yeah, I appreciate that. I think it really has that like small town feel to it. And like you said, it's it's commanding enough. To, to really be a talking point on your layout. But again, for, for those who maybe don't have a lot of space, it, it really is an easy add-on, easy to hook up. It's a plug expand play accessory. So you only need one piece of track to plug it into and you're ready to go. Um, but yeah, like what you said about just the, the ability for us to do all these commemorative cars really is um, our luck and being able to work with such just amazing licensors. Um, you know, being able to partner with Disney and, and have their expertise in their ear, they really have a hand on guiding us through um, how they want these to look and feel. And it's a really um, fun collaboration to be able to pitch them ideas and say, hey, we'd really like to try this or do that. And working with their team, um, Corey will, will elaborate that a little bit on the hand car piece. But it, we are so lucky to to work with all of these brands and really be able to um, show off their items, but in a Lionel way. Um, so, you know, translating some of this stuff down to boxcars and locomotives can sometimes be a little difficult, but with their help, um, you know, they really do let us, um, you know, they, they say, well, you, you guys know best um, what it, you know, comes down to as far as what something should look like on a boxcar. Um, so being able to collaborate in that way with all of our great licensors is, is just an honor and uh, one of my favorite parts of the job. Well, that's a good segue into uh, page 77 for our really cool hand car here. That's right. So as um, Megan was, you know, outlining, what makes this hand car so special is really the meaning behind the relationship between Walt Disney himself and our uh, founder, Joshua Lionel Cohen. This goes back to 1934 when Lionel wasn't in great shape financially. And that was, you know, post Great Depression. And so this licensing agreement between these two titans of innovation could not have come at a better time. And so this is a, an item we have cherished and held on to and kind of guarded even um, because of how special it was. And when the 100th anniversary came for Disney, we thought this is it. And so did the Disney team. And we were actually a, a team at Lionel was offered a chance to go out to the Disney um, vault or archive and look at historical documents where they could actually see the original ads of the hand car in all its uh, variations. And there were actually four original colors. And, um, and this year, we are actually offering five limited edition color variations, which 
Um, you can learn more about it, lionel.com board slash hand car. Um, but what's cool about this piece is it's, it's a wind up me- clockwork mechanism and it actually comes with the keys just as you would expect to wind up the hand car and has a little lever that goes up and down to lock the hand car in place. And so you have two hand painted uh, figures of Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse in their original getup. And this is going to come with a two uh, rail tubular 027 track, a whole uh, eight piece loop of it. So it's going to come all together again with that key in one nice package. Um, That way, you know, you don't have to run out and get anything additional because we understand this is a true authentic recreation of a, um, a very historical item and, and arguably one of the most iconic collectible toy cars in the history uh, of Lionel um, and Disney. So very cool. And the red is shown here. And that is probably the most iconic color and the one that many are familiar with. Yeah, this is, this is really cool. And yeah, just to kind of confirm uh, this does come with, uh, two rail tubular track. Absolutely. So this comes with eight pieces of two rail tubular track. And we chose that two rail form because that is the uh, original form it came in. And these are, these are going to be a hit from what I've heard and heard people talking. This is that one item that people are like, I'm definitely getting that piece. Oh, definitely. And so it's got an all metal hand car construction. So It's very sturdy. It's going to have a nice gloss finish over those figures in that car. It has a a nice plaque on the front. So it is a true um, recreation done in a a very careful manner. It's such an iconic historical piece for, for Lionel as well. As you mentioned before, I mean, I remember being a kid and watching all the documentaries by, by TM about the history of Lionel. And this is such a, a crucial point uh, that, you know, this piece has led to the point that Lionel is today. You know, it saved the company. And I, there's so much, like you guys said, there's so many folks who are super excited. I know a bunch of our diehard Disney fans in the Matt Matt server are super hyped about this. Uh, Maddie C, I'm looking at you. I know you want this thing through and through, uh, and, and Carmine as well. But yeah, these are, these are fantastic. It's quite literally like a blast from the past, but in, in modern form. And it, it's so faithful to the original. I, I am super excited to see how these come out and see people's reactions to them when they finally arrive. So awesome job. John, what are your thoughts, dude? Yeah, I mean, I've just out into the in the wilds of social media, I've been seeing like hardcore pre-war collectors who don't even like look at modern Lionel discussing this car. Um, It's it's definitely kind of like a like you said, I mean, it's I mean, it's a clockwork hand car. Like the fact you guys didn't make this electric is really, really, I would say bold even. It's a real and it's a great choice. that you made it, you're going to make it completely original like the old one. I think it's, uh, this is going to be one of those pieces that um, people are going to be looking for for a long time. And I'm, I applaud you guys for shoot, making the choices you did um, alongside Disney, I'm sure, in uh, how you were going to release this. Because this definitely got some people's attention, I think. We really appreciate that. And, and you really nailed the point of staying true, not overdoing it. Although it was tempting, right, to, to want to. Um, staying true to that original design was key for us. 
All right, well, let's go ahead and continue on. Uh, page 78 and 79. So uh, I want a Willy Wonka tank car, and I want it now. Hey, Daddy, I want a golden goose. Here we go again. All right, sweetheart, all right. Daddy will get you a golden goose as soon as we get home. No, I want one of those. Wonka, how much do you want for the golden goose? They're not for sale. Name your price. She can't have one. Who says I can't? The man with a funny hat. I want one. I want a golden goose. Exactly. That is the right thing to say with this tank car. The whole the whole set, to tell you the truth, the whole series of items in here was so much fun to come up with. Um, we had a powwow in the office uh, one morning. Uh, the, the girls and, and some others in the office got together and said, why haven't we done like a full on Willy Wonka set? And the ideas just immediately started. Oh, we could do this. We could do that. I can tell you that this is very reined in versus what all we we came up with. But we picked the best of the best ideas here. Um, you know, kicking it off with the set and having that real um, retro uh, mid-century vibe, the 70s vibe going on. Um, whether you're a fan of the original Wonka or a fan of the remake, there's actually another remake of Wonka coming out here in December of 2023 with uh, Timothy, I'm going to say it's so wrong, uh, Chalamet. Uh, so that's coming out. So we figured what better time than to just hit it with everything Wonka here. Um, what's fun about this set here is you've got, you know, the, the famous mint car with the Oompa Loompas inside and the Wonka bars. You've got those Oompa Loompas continuing on. Like, what if they were delivering all of the parts and pieces the candy factory needed to make it? And they are chasing around with all the freight there and then ending it with the um, illuminated caboose. As far as separate sale pieces go, you already mentioned the Everlasting Gobstopper tank car. Um, this is a first for us to put the um, simulated uh, candy pieces inside of it. So it'll have a, like a plastic pellet load in there simulating all the different colors of the Everlasting Gobstopper. Um, the Wonka Bar Golden Ticket Box car will have a uh, simulated uh, golden ticket load within it. So when you pop open the door, it's like you, you know, hit the jackpot and got a golden ticket. Um, and then bringing back a popular accessory that we haven't done for a while, uh, the, Willy Wonky, the Willy Wonka packaging facility. So imagine you've got chocolate logs here going through the packaging facility and coming out a complete Wonka bar. So it's got the animation, it's got the sound, um, a really fun reimagining of the actual packaging facility. And I'm excited to do that in PEP. I got to say, when the catalog dropped um, here on the Matt and Matt uh, Discord server, we had a huge show, uh, like a live show, uh, where we brought a lot of our community members on and they got their, their few minutes to kind of talk about what they found exciting about the catalog. Every, I don't mean this just to, to exaggerate and, and win favor with you guys. I kid you not, almost every other person who came on stage said that they wanted the Wonka set. That was their their item that stood out to them. So these are, have been a massive hit so far. And I'm very excited to see those when they come out. I love the Wonka bar factor, packaging factory. Uh, that is such a cool reimagining of the sawmill. Uh, instead of just using logs and making planks, just repurpose, uh, repackaging them into Wonka bars. That is fantastic. I love how creative and innovative that is. That is such a awesome little accessory. You guys really knocked out of the park with this one. 
Yeah, I appreciate you saying that. And, and, you know, knowing that you guys are talking about it on, on all of your groups and stuff. I have to say, we were a little su- surprised by that. We've heard, you know, quite a people, few people say like, oh, that Wonka set, that Wonka set. I mean, we all had our fingers crossed for it because, again, each one of us upstairs had a, a little hand in it and said, well, what if we do this or what if we do that? So especially when we're already up against so many amazing items in the catalog to see that this is getting a lot of love is super exciting for all of us. Again, it's, it's got bold colors. It's probably not something that a lot of people have seen before from us. Um, you know, a, a full on purple and magenta train set, uh, but it works. It feels very Willy Wonka. It feels like it's just popped out of that universe. Um, so we were really excited to put it together and I'm glad that it's receiving so much love and attention. Yeah, the uh, the IPs that you guys are getting and like just turning them into like train sets and accessories is um, pretty incredible. <laughs> and I'm not going to spoil anything because it just it it gets even better as we flip through the catalog. Oh, yeah. Just going off what all you guys have said so far. This is one of those sets that uh, I think all you touched on a point here, kind of like this hits so many different good like areas for one thing that's a movie that has gone through like every generation has seen that movie and connects that with childhood um so that's a great point right there um this i think one of y'all said this i think megan i think you said this this seems like something that could exist in that world like his stuff was so outlandish he would absolutely have a train you could totally see um this working in that world so i think it hits that point it looks nuts I mean, in ter- like in the best way, just a purple, dark, deep, like magenta purple train. It's again, it kind of like you said before with the hand car, it kind of shows that like reservation. It looks kind of realistic in a way, like uh, like, again, something that could exist in that world. Um, and you guys have been doing that on a lot of your branded stuff recently. Like, you know, a lot of companies will just slap a thing on it and be like, hey, now it's a, you know, whatever thing this you like you clearly took time. Like I'm actually reading for the first time, like the little graffiti and stuff on the, um, that's written on the gondola. Like this is really, really funny. And this is, it looks like realistic stuff for what this is. So this is a really, really in the sawmill. I mean, that makes sense. You think him factory chocolate that it's a perfect choice. Um, and I'm just obsessed with the, uh, the, um, the clear tank cars, those have always been, um, I'm, I'm an abs- I love those things. So the fact you guys brought this back, uh, yeah, people have, nonstop, like Johnny said, I've been talking about this thing nonstop. Um, it was one of the most talked about things in the catalog from what I've seen. Awesome. That's great to hear. Thanks guys. All right. Well, let's go ahead and continue on, uh, into some more, uh, great, items here and i do have to say and i've said this before on the uh previous catalog episodes with ryan that there are definitely folks uh at at uh, lionel that love halloween because and it absolutely shows for sure because uh, these are some just fantastic items you have so i don't know if you guys want to talk about uh the items on page 80 and 81 yeah, it, it's me. I'm the problem with Halloween. Um, I am a <laughs> huge Halloween person. Um, 
when I got into Ryan's department and he started letting me put little pieces here and there and watching it grow year after year after year, it's totally an excuse for you guys to get out your layouts a little sooner than Christmas for those who only put their sets up seasonally. But it's so much fun and so much in high contrast to what we do with our Christmas stuff to get a little spooky and do these items. I get so excited about them. Um, and like you said previously on the modern diesels, the ET44 has so much room for great graphics. Um, I had to take that opportunity and turn it into a Halloween set as well. Um, so we have new to the, the lineup as far as a road name in our Halloween series, the Fast Freight Service. So this is a freight service um, all decked out in Halloween with the crazy ghosted images and uh, scary spirits on the, the nose of the loco there uh, with the bats flying down the side. We have the um, Salem Cider Works. So think of like, you know, an iconic uh, soda brand or beer brand to have how they all have their own like funky cans and uh, lots of highly decorated. We took inspiration from that and created the Salem Cider Works, uh, the Crane Apothecary Potions and Spells car, and then ending the set with, I think, probably my favorite part, which is the graffiti maxi stacks on the Frightliner Fright trailers. Um, our creative team does just so many fun things with graffiti. Um, it made sense to add some Halloween graffiti as well. You get the two maxi stacks there, unique deco on each car on each side of those maxi stacks. Um, and again, because I love them so much, I had to do an add-on car as well. So you also have the Halloween graffiti maxi stack container load separate sale so that you can continue on with those really bright and fun uh, trailers with, again, that crazy Halloween graffiti on it. Um, Frankenstein's, I, I just have to give a shout out to um, one of our creative artists. His name is Trip. He came up with all the fun and amazing puns on here. And uh, Frankenstein's Bar and Ghoul, I could imagine going to that restaurant anywhere during Halloween time. Um, it's got the, the bright lights. Uh, the crazy deco that you have come to expect from Lionel. You know, we, we like to get down to the details when it comes to our decorations. What's really cool about this one is it'll actually be shipping soon. Um, these are on the water now. So if you've already pre-ordered, you'll actually get it here um, very soon. And we also have new for Halloween this year, the Frankenstein's Monsters Game Man. Anytime I get to do new tooling or do new figures. I get excited about that and having Frankenstein's monster come out of the gate, man, um, with that cool purple lighting, very exciting. Anytime you can add uh, motion to the layout is, is fun for me. Yeah. These are, these are, like I said before, these, these are fantastic. And people love this Halloween stuff. They, they eat it up for sure. I was just saying like, get your layouts even sooner. It just makes sense. Yeah, I was going to say on behalf of uh, Megan, you know, outside of just being colleagues at Lionel, we're, we're friends. And so when we hang out, especially around Halloween, it's easy to see where that passion spills over into the product that Megan creates in this space. And so I'm privileged to just be near her when she's coming up with these crazy ideas, but they always hit with the fans of Halloween. So 
kudos to Megan. It is awesome. Uh, it's, it's a team effort at YNL. So she's giving me a little too much credit here, but we really do sit down and we talk about these items and we have so much fun collaborating and coming up with all kinds of different ideas. And let me tell you, and you'll see on the next page, I had ideas, people had crazier ideas, and some of them made them into the catalog. So it's very exciting for me to see how this line has grown. So can we say um, teamwork makes the scream work? Absolutely. Right. See what you did there. Uh, uh, yeah, I have to say, page 83, like, this is something I would have never expected to see from Lionel. This is unreal. This is obviously uh, favorite movies. Uh, I'm guessing either from you, Megan, or or somebody else. But man, this is I, a lot of us were surprised. We're like, I, I had to like double take it. I'm like, really? I'm like, that's that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to talk about them for a minute. I don't. We'll have to come back to the Mikado just because we've already touched on this. But when I tell you the ideas that came out of the room when we started talking about the things that we could do for horror. Um, the amount of items that hit the cutting room floor are just as crazy and just as fun as what you see here. But so many people had so many ideas. And because we've seen what love and appreciation people have been giving to the Halloween items, we said, let's go for it. Um, I want to say it was probably maybe 2016 or 2017. We did do some boxcar series with some um, Halloween horror um, themes on it. But we kicked it up three, four, five notches and added some animated cars with some new sculpts. And they are terrifying and cool. And, you know, I know that some people might not be super fans of them, but I just think they're they're absolutely awesome. And uh, anytime that we can have any animation on a boxcar uh, really adds to anyone's Halloween contest. I love that it car. That's so cool. Just the Pennywise and the balloon. The, the, I love the graphics you guys did just for this page alone. It just looks like straight up like a uh, like a Warner Brothers uh, like horror promotional like movie poster. It, it's fantastic. And the Exorcist car. Oh my gosh, it just stands out. And I, I had to I had to do a double take when I saw that. I zoomed in. I was like, no, they didn't actually. Oh, they did. That's awesome. So everything's so cool. And I like I say the 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 Pennywise peekaboo car. I just with with Georgie and the and this the great. I just love it. That's great, fantastic designs, guys. Super cool. John, what do you think, dude? Oh my god, the Exorcist car is. Uh, that's one of the best thing. I'm not. I'm not trying to blow smoke or anything. No pun intended. That's one of the best things you all have ever made. It's simultaneously funny and scary when you can hit both of those things at the same time. That's a great use of your Warner Brothers um, licensing. That is an absolutely great great idea i love that car so much thanks I, I hope that they do well so that we can continue to get some of the other items that people came up with into the line so if you love them let's make sure that they get made so that we can keep it going one thing i have to say is we all float down here you'll float too <laughs> <laughs> did you want to skip back to 82 megan or did you want to move I forward did. I did. I just wanted to touch on, um, you know, we talked about 
the Mikados previously, and we've talked about all the great sounds and great graphics that Lionel has done, and we knocked it out of the park with this Mikado. Um, again, carrying on with um, another road name that we've done in the Halloween theme with the Transylvania Railroad. This will have, you know, the unique Halloween sounds. It's got the great graphics. It's the LC2 technology. Uh, going to be a really cool one to pull those horror cars for you. We typically do the Spooky Sounds cars every other year. This year, we're adding illumination to them. So that box car you see there, not only is going to have the Spooky Sounds in it, but the jack-o'-lanterns on the side, all their mouths and eyes are going to glow. And again, that that effect will be on both sides of the car. And then, as you said, those tank cars, always fun to do. Had to have the blood tonic tank car for those who are fans of the ELX railroad. Um, you've seen Dr. Acula on previous sets. Uh, so just adding uh, another piece of rolling stock for those who collect that railroad. I'm going to make a horrible pun here, but I love that you um, resurrected the Transylvania Railroad uh, branding. I remember that one from catalogs. I think that was one of like the first ones you came out with uh, back when I was a kid in the uh, mid 2000s. I, I always thought that was a really funny pun. And um, that was a really cool uh, spin on that uh, Pennsylvania theming. So that's I love absolutely loved seeing that in the catalog. And yeah, the blood tonic one. I'm again, I'm not a big uh, like I don't do a lot of like like, uh, you know, specialty cars but i'm absolutely getting one of the blood tonic ones that's just too cool and funny i just love the the sounds you guys do for for these engines i remember when i first saw i think it was the uh the legacy rs11 when those came out in the, on halloween I, I i glanced by them because i was like oh it's just a you know a normal halloween whatever and i remember watching train world's video uh, showcasing it and what blew me away was the level of just detail and creativity that go into the Halloween sounds for all the engines. Um, others have attempted it in past and you, you get mixed, uh, mixed reactions. Cause you know, so they tend to come out really for lack of a better term, people have tried it before they made it kind of sound dollar store, Walgreeny sound effects stuff, but Lionel takes Halloween sounds and blows it out of the park and knocks out of the park. Like the, the werewolf howl, the, the 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 gongs of the bells, Dracula crew talk, the trick or treaters, and it, all the crew talk has been fantastic. I, it's to the point where I'm I'm not a big Halloween person. However, I want to hunt one of those engines down because those sounds are too cool to pass up. I I, I love them. So the more and more engines we get with with custom Halloween sounds, the better. I a hundred percent for them. I will find a way to convert you into a Halloween collector. And if that <laughs> engine's the one that's going to do it, then then let's get started. Exactly. <laughs> you did a pretty good job with these two pages alone. Everything on here is fantastic. So you're, 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 all, you're on the way to that path already. <laughs> Perfect. My job here is done. We can, we can wrap it up. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> all right. Well, let's continue on uh, page 84, 85. We have this, uh, New York Central 280 Consolidation Line Sheet Bluetooth set. So this is new to Lionel Tooling. Um, so previous MTH item that we get to um, now enjoy. And I expect that you guys will see this um, 
We not only have it in separate sale, but in more sets to come. But we're kicking it off, obviously, with the iconic New York Central Pacemaker Freight. Um, again, the the classic road name, the classic um, paint scheme and decoration on this. It's just a really um, great starter set for someone who maybe isn't into the licensing or isn't into the themed stuff, but likes a traditional and classic on their layout. This is a, a great one to start with. Um, I know all the ready to run features comes with your remote. Um, and then we offer a separate sale add-on car with the pacemaker merchandise box car. Um, you know, you have the diecast metal trucks, the operating couplers, and the unloading of the packaging with the uh, remote control operating truck, which is sold separately. But again, one of those things where anytime you can add an anim animation or add an additional piece to really make the, the set feel special, we like to do that. Really excited to see these engines returning to uh, the starter set line. And I mean that in just for O scale in general. I know a lot of folks uh, like myself who grew up with uh, these consolidations when they were uh, part of MTH with the Rail King series. Um, they're iconic. They're almost as like they're almost as iconic as the the semi scale Berkshires that Lionel makes. Um, with things going on in the industry, you know, we people worried that you know we wouldn't see these again. So to see them find new purpose and new life in with Lionel, and to see this tooling continue on, not as in starter sets for future generations to come, awesome to see that. And really excited to see what Lionel's creative spin will be on these engines and how they'll sound. So super happy to see these coming back again. Thank you. Very cool. All right, let's continue on uh, page 86 and 87. Uh, so we go even farther back in time. Uh, with yeah. This, uh, really cool gold mountain. So we sit down and we look at every year, like what's coming up? What are, what are some anniversaries, uh, railroad history, or, um, you know, just, just marks in the world that we can, can celebrate. And, 2023 is 175 years since the gold rush um, was declared. And while this train didn't exist at the start of the gold rush, it's really celebrating the prosperity and the wealth that came from that with people flocking to California, flocking to the West Coast after, you know, hitting it big and, and wanting to strike it rich. Um, you know, having the governor Stanford locomotive, um, anytime we do a 440 and we can hit it with this, the classic deco, on it, there, there is, there are so many paint schemes that we haven't even explored yet on the four four O's. I've, I've got a list a mile long that we could put on the general here. Um, but the passenger set, having the, you know, the the bar trucks and the the, you know, gondola load, it, it's a really unique set. It's it's a beautiful classic Lionel looking set with the general locomotive and again the heavily detailed graphics on the side. I think it's going to be a real winner. Um, well, this is obviously more prototypical. We also have the option to add the, the gold mountain tank car that like, what if a tank car was just carrying around gold and you could see it, um, going down the track. Uh, so that was really fun to come up with as well. I'm so like, just you saying the fact that you have a mile long list of, uh, future general paint schemes. Uh, that's probably my favorite traditional engine, arguably that you guys have probably made ever um i have way too many of them uh, even now that i mainly do scale uh they're great 
locomotives. I just love how just kind of like that's the public, you know, imaginative image of you picture steam engine. It's that. So the fact that you guys are doing these um, prototypical, you know, colorful looking um, train sets and engines and that you're going to be doing more is this. This is a great set. This is a really, really good looking set. I'm thrilled about that. Yeah, like you said, when you hear Lionel or you hear steam locomotive, this is what you picture in your head. Um, so having it in the starter set, uh, you know, for, for those kids who are just getting started out or families who want to put something really cool around the Christmas tree or get started in the hobby, having a general is is the way to go. All righty, let's uh, keep it moving. So page 88, 89, uh, the Texas special set. Talk about a beautiful paint scheme. Um, the Texas Special is a favorite among many collectors, and being able to incorporate it on the FT unit with a Lion Chief set, and uh, you know, especially following the popularity of the Santa Fe Super Chief, uh, being able to bring another iconic road name and paint scheme to the line, um, as far as diesel sets are concerned. Uh, it was a no-brainer. Again, the, the bright red engine, the the shiny simulated uh, stainless on the side. It, it's going to be a beautiful set, and I know will become a fan favorite, just like the Super Chief. Uh, we also are offering two pieces of rolling stock to make the set bigger and better. You have the Anson B. Jones baggage car, and then the Tulsa add-on coach car with the interior illumination. All righty. Let's go ahead and you on then so uh the next two pages which would be uh 90 and 91 uh, i'll just have to jump in here first and just say as a the santa fe guy here th this is cool so both the santa fe that you see on the page as well as the up were previously offered in bluetooth 4.0 these sets are now if you haven't had a chance to get 4.0 and want to you know have the upgraded version these now have 5.0 which means not only are you getting all of the lion chief features you're getting the uh, voice streaming and recording as well, which is a really cool feature on the set that we haven't really touched on yet. But that means that you are in charge of making your own announcements, um, which is really fun, especially for the kids out there that like to be really imaginative with their sets as they play. Um, but yes, this is the first time that we are doing these in 5.0. And then um, I'll let Corey kind of talk about the 75th anniversary box card to go with the Super Chief. Right. So it makes sense to celebrate such an important, um, you know, the Super Chief is just iconic, right? So to celebrate the 75th anniversary in a meaningful way, so we created a, um, a box card that is printed and assembled in the USA. And on the box card itself, you see it takes its theme from the Super Chief uh, look and feel. But it's also got some subtle hints as to the history of the Super Chief, including its first um, scheduled service back in 1937, and even its first rail um, route, which was Chicago to LA. And actually, due to the mystique around this train traveling through that area, it was often referred to as the train of the stars, as you can see we highlighted on the cars. So very Hollywood, uh, very appropriate. And we think this will do really well. Also, it has some roof print detail, as you can see, that came out and let me tell you, I saw a sample of this in person last week and that silver body and door and the crispness of the text and the deco, it was everything I wanted. So I hope people get one um, and 
they can see the quality for themselves because it's going to be a good piece. This is fantastic. And I agree. The, the print on the top is like next level. Yeah, we appreciate it. Um, we've tried to do that a little bit more in this line, uh, these line of products. Again, just attention to detail, as Megan was alluding to a little, a little ways back in this conversation, always looking for a way to level up in what we're doing. Can you talk a little bit more about the, because I see there's a label on there that says uh, printed and assembled in the USA. Oh, yeah, of course. So um, these products, while we do uh, get some of the components for them overseas, when we say printed and assembled, we mean all the assembly work from putting the trucks and the couplers onto the car to the painting, to the to the printing, to the even putting the doors on the roof print. All the hard work and labor really happens in the USA. Uh, But due to the fact that um, some of those components come from overseas, uh, we can't officially say made in the USA uh, because that would be a complete piece, if that makes sense. Understood. As close as you can get without being. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say that... um... That assembled in USA, uh, printed and assembled in USA thing, that's a big selling point for a lot of people. They really like those cars. I've seen, um, I mean, like, who doesn't like the Super Chief for crying out loud? I mean, that's one of the most iconic things ever. Might be the most iconic thing ever in all of railroading. Definitely. And thank you so much for your your compliments there. I will add, uh, Matt, if you don't get one of these, as being our resident Santa Fe guy, I revoke your Santa Fe uh, privileges if you don't buy this. Oh, oh, I'm getting 100% for sure. We'll hook you up, Matt. Oh, awesome. All right. All right. Well, let's go ahead and keep it moving here. So uh, page uh, 92 and 93. So on 92, we got some uh, pretty cool 280s. Yeah, for our separate sale, Lion Chief Locomotive. So these aren't. These are not LC 2.0. These are just uh, straight up Lion Chief locomotive. We have the 280s and the FTs. Um, so again, getting your Bluetooth equipped, getting your rail sounds, getting the Lionel voice control, getting the 5.0 voice streaming and recording. Again, this is for, for those who maybe aren't willing to or wanting to commit to a set or maybe have already started expanding upon their set and want to add an engine to their lineup. Um, Separate to Lion Chiefs really are affordable and a fun way to go. Um, again, like you said before, you're going to see the 280s um, from us, uh, you know, in, in multiple years to come. But we're kicking it off with the Nickel Plate Road, Western Maryland, Santa Fe, and the CNO. On the FT side, we have the Santa Fe, the New York Central, Pennsylvania, and then a, a really beautifully decoed North Pole Central. So you can kind of uh, a la carte this if you want. If you want to pick up a, a New York Central locomotive or a Santa Fe locomotive and then, you know, buy add-on pieces and kind of mix and match and create your own consists. Uh, starting out with one of these line, line chief locomotives is, is the way to go. Um, that really fast here before you get in there, John. I have to say your choice to do a yellow and blue uh, Santa Fe FT, um, brilliant. Absolutely. Like it's, it's harder to find, you know, the nice little blue and yellow cat whisker, uh, Santa Fe colors in a, in a smaller kind of format like this, or obviously in Lion Chief. I think this has got to be the first Lion Chief Santa Fe in yellow and blue. We're really lucky to, to work with 
Ryan and Dave, who have just this immense knowledge and history of all of the different road names and paint schemes. And we really kind of rely on them to tell us like what's going to hit, what, what they think we should do. Like, oh, we haven't done this one or, oh, we haven't done that one. So it's, it's always fun when we kind of approach them and, and sit down and start talking about what we're going to offer next to, to see all the ideas and, and all the suggestions they have on road names and paint schemes. And they're, they're a huge wealth of knowledge and information for us. And I'm so lucky to be able to um, bring their visions to, to life on these locomotives. I'm going to go right off what you said about the uh, paint schemes here, Uh, having the blue and yellow Santa Fe and pretty much everything that you chose for these diesels and uh, consolidations, every single, it's very rare that I'll see a couple of pages in the catalog where every single locomotive is like something I would, I would say, yes, I could see myself possibly buying that. Um, The fact you guys chose smaller roads for the steam, like nickel plate, Western Maryland, CNO, you know, versus like you say, UP or New York central. Um, great choice on that part. The diesels look awesome. Um, and just this concept in general of you guys, like you said, uh, Megan, you touched on like someone who doesn't want to set necessarily. Um, the fact that you guys are offering, um, from a shop standpoint, like these are great for hobby shops that want and customers who want engines. They don't necessarily want to buy a set. There's nothing really that they, that catches their eye in a set form. They have a track already, but they don't want to spend, you know, the money on a legacy locomotive. These are really great locomotives um, and things to offer because then people, like you said, like as a kid, I personally would like to choose different cars I liked or, you know, different individual locomotives. And just being able to add that on at a good price point like this was a really, really smart move um, when you guys started bringing out these separate sale line chief engines a few years ago. Um, and again, you guys have knocked it out of the park with these uh, these offerings. This is some really, really good stuff. Yeah, kind of piggybacking off what John said, like separate sale engines for a person expanding the hobby are so important. Um, you know, you want to add more rolling stock, you want to add more motive power to the layout. And, you know, it's also really affordable to be able to buy these items separate sale. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with buying multiple sets, but I think uh, I think some of us here could, could relate to this. You can only have so much 036 uh, curve track in your collection there, but uh, fantastic engines. Uh, I love the choice of road names. And I, I got to piggyback off of this too. I love that Santa Fe uh, FT, the the blue and yellow scheme. It, it, I can't stop looking at it. It's so, it's so great and, and eye-catching, but yeah, fantastic. I, I, I might have to consider getting one because it just looks so cool. All right, let's go ahead and continue on to page uh, 94 and 95. All right. Are we on the rail bonders? Yep. yep. All right. So, you know, um, back in 2004, 2005, we actually offered rail bonders. Now they were conventional uh, control and not TMCC. Uh, and we thought, let's bring these back. It's It's been some time now and let's add some new road names, some new deco schemes and put some uh, train master command control technology into them. So these are going to be comparable to uh, what you'd be familiar with in like a speeder. And um, we actually have a fifth paint scheme. Also, it's a uh, Christmas North Pole Central. So for those who are really into Christmas, we have a little something for them as well. Um, and again, you're going to get a driver figure and that interior cab illumination and, and all those little details we like to focus on. So a fun little um, and sometimes lesser known piece in the train world, uh, but one we're excited to bring back an offer to uh, our fans. I love having anything like 
like a small motorized piece like this that can be command operated is such a fun thing to have on a layout just to be able to zoom it back and forth with your remote and um the fact that there's scale and just so like really well detailed and uh you know the paint schemes y'all chose long island especially um you know long island railroad guys we have a ton in our uh in our discord there they um you know, they they love this kind of stuff. And the generic one, it's always great that you guys offer um, ones for people who might not have, you know, the specific road offered. Um, yeah, these are really cool pieces. I'm, I'm really glad you guys brought these out with TMCC. Yeah, we like to offer a combination of prototypical schemes along with fantasy schemes. I will tell you that Long Island Railroad, um, that's my favorite of the paint schemes also. And it's so funny how you hear others echo the same sentiments. So I think that one is going to be a big seller. Um, so thank you so much for, for that feedback. I, I, I'm, I had a chance to play with one of the conventional uh, first runs of these, and they're just they're, they're fun little buggers when they just run around the layout. They're just really fun. They're so small, and they uh, at least the older ones could, could get some, some real speed, though. Um, I really like the maintenance away. I really like the Pacific Electric. Uh, maybe that's just the, the East Coaster and me talking. That's something similar enough to Daylight Reds. I'll buy anything that's uh, orange and red, but those are fantastic. And for the price, you can't beat it either. For something so small with TMCC, it's just, if you got to make an impulse purchase, I mean, come on, this is the best one to make, but awesome little, little guys. They are extremely fast. I uh, saw one going around the track and I was shocked at how fast that thing was moving. So a lot of fun, like you said. We need a uh, rail bonder racing teams at this point. How about that? I am in. <laughs> But uh, make a NASCAR one. Ooh, don't tempt us. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, let's move on to the John Deere. Yeah. So, what's fun about John Deere is there there are people that are collectors of just everything John Deere, um, and having John Deere and Lionel together um, is it, it's been very well received. So, people have just been adding on to the different sets that we've been doing year over year over year. And it has um, actually kicked up a notch into the scale world as well. Um, so you'll see the, the John Deere 50 foot flat car with trailer. Um, the graphics on the side of that trailer are going to be so cool um, with the, you know, the photorealistic print of the John Deere ad on the side. Um, in the traditional world, we have uh, the flat car with load that's going to come with four vintage mower loads on there. Uh, anytime that we do a John Deere item, with a load on it, a Tomy load. Um, they do really well. A lot of people collect them. Um, I expect that you will see more of these to come. Uh, we also continue in our line of the reefer cars with the vintage John Deere ads. Uh, John Deere has been great about giving us access to just all of their historical ads and being able to use them on the side of these reefers. Um, they come across really well and are super collectible. Um, and we're also adding into the line a uh, fun accessory with the nothing runs like a deer flagpole. Um, as you know, that's the iconic John Deere imagery with their iconic tagline. So um, a fun way to add on to uh, some of the sets that we've done previously. It's got the plug expand play. It's got the light on there and really easy to um, add to any existing layout. 
Gotta love the John Deere flat cars, uh, especially as a, as a as a Midwesterner. Uh, John Deere's got a special place uh, for us here. I remember when I uh, in my in my younger years when I used to be uh, do delivery, I would pass by uh, the New Pacific West Line, uh, and I think that was a, a local or, or some sort of freight train that passed consistently every two days. And like the first four cars of that train was always like four flat cars of nothing but John Deere tractors. So again, to see that and always be able to bring a little bit of that home too is is awesome. So love that John Deere stuff. Uh, John, what do you think, dude? Oh yeah, I mean it touches that one flat car with the tractors hits right in childhood. I used to do that all the time with uh, my toy uh, John Deere tractors I had as a kid. I was I would load them up on flat cars. Um, kids absolutely, I've, I always see kids um, loving those cars. They absolutely buy the heck out of them. And like I said, it, you guys hit it. It's it's iconic in every kind of way. All right, let's go ahead and uh, keep it moving here. So uh, the next pages here is 96 and 97. Uh, so 96, we got some Justice League. <laughs> I have to tell you, that invisible jet flat car is <laughs> it's pretty good. I mean, what a value. You get a whole invisible jet for $59.99. I mean, come on. Like, it's there. Everyone can see it, right? <laughs> It's, it was so much fun, and I, I cannot take any of the credit for this. I am not a superhero person, um, but we have some people in the building that are. And uh, a, a few years back, we did the Justice League character box cars that were received really well. So we wanted to continue that series by bringing a box car that had all of the members of the Justice League there, really completing that series. Um, the two packs in 2016 had a different character on each car. And again, this here really rounds it out with getting everyone on one boxcar. For fans of Batman, we have the LexCorp Kryptonite Hopper. Again, anytime that we can light something up and and make it cool, we like to do that. Uh, So the LexCorp um, car with the Kryptonite in there. Uh, Then we've got the DC Wayne Enterprises transport car there for Batman with the cool vintage Batmobile riding along with it. Um, that was fun to do. Uh, we find that people gravitate towards that old 60s Batman series. So having the the vintage Batmobile um, inside of that transport car is really cool. Uh, we already touched on the Justice League or the um, Wonder Woman Invisible Jet Black Car. So much fun having the you know perception that there might be a, a flat car or a, a jet sitting on that flat car with the uh, shadow of of the jet printed on and the the cool wire holding down the jet there. Uh, that was fun to come up with. Everyone kind of said, "Oh yeah, that's a no brainer. That'll be fun and some something that people will be able to talk about on their layout." And then um, adding some additional motion to the layout, we have the flash mid car. Um, with the lenticular insert so it gives the illusion that the flash is darting across the boxcar there real quick i just wanted to uh confirm what you said about that uh the batman um the batmobile boxcar i can give you direct feedback um from a a specific collector of the 60s batman stuff you all been doing specifically he's bought every single piece you guys have been doing on that specific license with the vintage batman stuff you absolutely are have got a a winner with those cars. The um anything sixties Batman. Um 
there's a really good collector market for. Um, they 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 absolutely love that stuff. So those are really 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 good cars. Yeah, there really is nothing cooler than that series with the you know the blam and the pow and all that fun graphics and the really cheeky funny um, sayings that they've got on that version. I think uh, it, it it resonates with a lot of our collectors, and we're glad that it's so well received. All right. To continue on, uh, the next page there with some um, Harry Potter cars. Yeah, this was really exciting for us to do. Um, you know, we have a, a great partnership with, you know, WB being one of our licensors. And we haven't really added a lot to the Harry Potter uh, train set as far as passenger cars were concerned. Um, we've done a, a few one-off box cars here and there but really giving people the opportunity to choose their favorite Hogwarts house, um, whichever one they've been sorted into, uh, having these really uh, collectible cars and being able to add to the set, it, it looks like it fits right in. Each one has its own crest on it. You've got the interior illumination. Um, you can add all four, you could add one or two, um, whichever one you choose it really does feel like it fits right along with the train. And uh, what house are you, Megan? Um, I'm probably a Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> These are cool. This, this is a fantastic idea, actually. Um, I think to give, you know, people who uh, obviously follow Harry Potter are, obviously go deep into Harry Potter and love it. Uh, but some, you know, sometimes it's always, always about like, you know, Gryffindor, Gryffindor, that Gryffindor, this, and, you know, I got, got to give some love to like, you know, Slytherin, Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw and uh, gives those folks the option to kind of pick something up. That's a little bit more uh, customized for them, so to speak. Yeah, it was a no-brainer when coming up with what what type of passenger cars could we do? We we're like, oh, the Hogwarts houses. I got to give a, a shout out to to Sadie from our marketing department. She is wonderful, and she tells us all things Harry Potter. Um, she's, I guess, what you would call like a Potterhead. But again, not something that we have have done a lot of. So to be able to now add some some new pieces of rolling stock to the set. Um, uh, we know that lots of people already have this set around the Christmas tree and giving them the ability to add to it and keep on collecting Harry Potter items was, was very important. All right, let's go ahead and move on to page uh, 98 and 99. So we got to have some uh, Anheuser-Busch uh, items here. Yeah. AB and Budweiser have been in the line now for, for, I want to say probably the last four or five years, and they've been doing really well. Um, having the the classic Clydesdale imagery, um, adding that to our reefer cars, um, but also using some of the more modern butt ads, like on the Quonset height here. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I see these types of structures when I'm driving around being repurposed into all kinds of different um, businesses. So we thought it'd be fun to kind of turn it into a, a Budweiser brew hut, taking their their fun imagery, putting the the you know can label on the top of the hut, um, not illuminated, just plop it right down on the layout, personalize it a little bit if you want to. 
Um, the, the regular non-decorated Quonset huts did really well um, last go around. So we thought we'd have some fun with them this time around and, and Budweiser imagery um, fit that theme really well. Um, in the scale world, we did a, a vintage trailer on the flat car there. Um, Budweiser was cool enough to kind of give us guides on how they would have decorated their um, trailers and uh, different uh, vehicles. So we were able to capture that um, and put it on one of the trailers here. What I also think is really cool um, this year on the vintage reefers is we get a chance to kind of piggyback and celebrate um, off of a, a vintage can that Budweiser re-released back in 2021. It was originally released in the 1940s, specifically during World War II, um, that they would send to the military members serving overseas in that olive drab can. Being able to take that and recreate it here on the reefer was really special to us. And again, um, something different. But again, Sparks just, uh, you know, a, a real throwback vibe. And again, being able to uh, honor those who serve by, by bringing uh, this imagery to a reefer was really exciting. And uh, one of, I think, my favorite of the AB pieces that we've done so far. Yep, absolutely agree. You can't go wrong with the, uh, with the Clydesdale uh, on the car either on the top one. So. Very, very classic Budweiser. Yeah, lots of people that collect AB or collect Budweiser also collect just everything Clydesdale. So we try to make sure that we have a, a Clydesdale car for them every year. Yeah, and that makes sense too. All right, uh, let's um, move on to the next pages here. So 100 and 101 and 100, we have, uh, we have some aliens here. Yeah, Area 51 is is one that, that gets dusted off every couple of years because there's still so many people that model and collect the Area 51 items. We like to still be able to offer them things to add to their collection. Uh, new to Lionel Tolling, we have the, the drive-in diner. Um, we're adding command control to it. So it's going to have some new features and new functionality. Um, you're going to get those great Lionel sounds. You're going to get the great animation with the cars and the, um, the, the waitress, the car hops, uh, this one's going to be really fun. Um, we're going to have a good time coming up with all the sounds in this one. And again, you get your lights, you get your movement, you get command control. Um, it really is going to be a fun piece. Also, we're adding the area 51 hazardous materials barrel loader with the glowing barrels that come with it. For those who are a huge fan of the glowing toxic waste barrels, we're also going to add them separate sale. These are like straight up glow in the dark. If you remember those uh, stars that you could get at like the dollar store or Spencer's Gifts where you put them on your um, ceiling and you know charge them up with a flashlight or the light of your room, they're going to hold that glow for quite some time. Uh, so those will be really fun to, to add all over the layout. And then in the scale world, Ryan's added the Area 51 scale hot metal car, which will have a, a really cool glowing green toxic waste um, vibe going on inside of it. That's awesome. Uh, you had a question, John? I uh, just really wanted to say, um, the uh, first of all, I, 
us scale guys love it when you do like a realistic fantasy car, like the hot metal car. Like that's, it's so much fun to have something like that on your railroad that looks like it could be kind of real, but at the same time, you know, not. Um, and yeah, like you said, the Area 51 stuff, when you guys bring this out, my local like little shop owner I've known since I was a kid, uh, he's kind of one of those guys that's been in the business so long, that, like not a lot of stuff. Like he doesn't buy stuff for his personal collection a lot. He always gets the Area 51 stuff for himself. He loves it so much. So that is a really cool line you guys have. Thank you. I think you'll see that um, we'll continue to to throw pieces in here and there for, for quite some time to come. You know, just a suggestion, if you guys ever work with the, with Fox, you know, um, some X-Files stuff would be kind of cool. So, that would just be saying. Su- that would be super fun. Noted. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, 101. So we have some Angela Trotta Thomas items. Angela Trotta is one of my favorite people to work with. Um, her paintings, her imagery, uh, the, the way that she takes the, the Lionel items and really... Uh, what's what I'm looking for? She, she just captures like everything that it means to be like a Lionel collector and, and puts it on the side of a boxcar. Um, coming out with uh, the Texas special and the general, again, iconic Lionel items and with her paintings on the side of the boxcar. Uh, again, for those who collect her pieces, we do them every year. Uh, two more additional. They came out beautifully as always. Yeah, we had uh, Angela on our show here, I believe it was back on episode 41, and we absolutely love her. She is a wonderful lady who has a very impressive skill of just bringing to life and give so much emotion to like the stuff that she she paints and draws. So, yeah. And as Corey's going to touch on here for the first time, we've got some new stuff with Angela. I'll let Corey kind of talk about that as well. Yeah, just briefly, there is an Angela Trotta Thomas trolley this year. And this is something new we've tried with the trolleys. You know, these these trolleys are conventional. They're very popular year-over-year sellers. And we thought, you know, what could we do a little bit different here? And so we, you know, talked to Angela and she came through. And so we went with a highly decorative um ornament effect in the windows with that illumination, you know, making them bright and light up. And then there's also a really unique piece that um, you might not be able to see conveyed here quite well because of just space restriction. But on one side of the trolley is actually Santa and his reindeer uh, on the sleigh pulling away. But his bag, there's toys falling out the back. And so then on side B, you see all these toys, uh, toys sprinkled uh, in the snow. And among those toys are a couple Lionel trains. So kind of a clever way to to incorporate those Lionel trains in with Angela. And like uh, Megan said, she's probably one of the nicest people I've ever met. All right, let's go ahead and continue on to page 102 and 103. And in 102, we have some really cool military cars. Right. So um, up top there, um, if you'll notice the Wings of Angel series, this has been an ongoing um really good seller for us, offering three new styles that came out really sharp. Again, everything you're actually going to see on both pages is printed and assembled in the USA. Um, Below that, for all the history buffs, we have a 
Battle of Midway boxcar. And you wouldn't believe how shocked we were when we found out we actually hadn't done this one yet. And so we reached into the the photo archive and got some really cool battle imagery um, and a few fun sort of uh, date elements we've added to the door. Um, Again, with the roof print, just for the extra touch. Super excited about that car and it looks great in person. And then, of course, there's our presidential cars. These are actually the last three deceased presidents, meaning this is sort of wrapping up our president series. Um, So for those who have been collecting a long time, you would have the complete series we've offered. But don't you worry, we have plenty of ideas coming down the the pipeline uh, for really American history in general. And uh, so we will be very excited to bring those to you guys soon. I got to say, I am a big fan of the Battle of Midway boxcar uh, as a person who's a big <laughs> naval historian kind of guy. Uh, imagery from from the the Dauntlesses to the the ca- aircraft from the carrier, uh, Yorktown, to hear you is just uh, it's fantastic. And just the the Midway text on the top is so cool i love that so much i i might have to sneak that one for me because the battle midway and the pacific war is what got me into world war ii history so that's a special place in my heart um and then for the return of the the presidential boxcars um steve if you're listening i hope you have enough shelf space because i know you've been collecting the entire series so i hope you've got room for three more yeah likewise that midway car is just the, the text on the top of that, that is, it's like you guys said, I mean, what else is there to say? It's, uh, it's fantastic. Okay. Let's skip over to uh, page 104 and 105. And looks like we have some um, assorted back rolling stock. Yeah. So we'll just start at the top. Um, the Chessie system, it's the 50th anniversary this year. And, you know, going back to my original um, comment at the beginning of the podcast of being from Maryland, um, Chessie system is really important to me. And so what better way to honor um, this anniversary than to create a, a boxcar for it and just a really sharp, bold paint scheme. And then below that, probably one of my favorite pieces I created or <laughs> assisted in creating this year, the James Webb Space Telescope boxcar. And so, um, you know, speaking of just notable moments in um, not just American history, but, you know, just world history, uh, the James Webb Space Telescope is just changing the game um, and how we see, you know, the universe. And so we were able to coordinate with NASA and even include a quote from a NASA administrator, Bill Nelson, on this car. So it's very shiny. It's got a silver body and ends. It's got gold trucks. So it's just going to scream deco. Um, right in your face. And, and I'm a space nerd. So naturally I gravitate toward that. <laughs> yeah. Same with me. I, I totally, not, not, sorry, not to butt in here, but I absolutely love that NASA car. Um, and all of the imagery on that is, oh man, that is fantastic. Thank you. Oh yeah. Just all the NASA stuff recently has been, um, I'm a huge, I was a huge space uh, geek as a kid too. I absolutely love anything to do with space. And um, the fact you guys are still doing that stuff and uh, coming out with some really good stuff lately is awesome. And just that you're, you know, doing these interesting, different kind of cars. Like I would never have thought to do something like that to, uh, and but just that one image of the nebula on the one side is, is so, so cool. Megan, did you want to touch on the uh, maxi stacks? 
Yeah, um, as mentioned before, you know, anytime that we can have some separate sale rolling stock to go back with, you know, things that people may already have on the layout as we're running the maxi stock cars, it made sense to, you know, add two additional road names with the TTX and the BNSF and having those um, unique trailers on the top of them, unique loads for each. Uh, again, always it, good to have some just uh, traditional uh, freight cars to add to your contest. And uh, of course, before we uh, move into uh, Christmas, um, speaking of space, like, uh, and, you know, if you want to, you know, jot down some notes here, uh, would love to see a Star Wars set um, in the future. Us, us too. We, yeah, we, we I'm would, sure that's probably also. in the office. I'm sure in the office, there's, I would say there's probably a, a good number of Star Wars folks there at uh, Lionel. Quite a bit of us, yes. Um, if I can find a way, we trust me, we, we all want it. And, and uh, you know, due to licensing and, and all that and hurdles that we may have to jump through, it, it's always on the top of our list of things that we want to do hopefully someday yeah no and i i totally get that too i understand the licensing behind it and everything as well so uh, i wait with uh, wide eyes for that set to come up uh in a catalog so i look forward to it <laughs> awesome me too all right so let's let's start into probably the biggest uh holiday associated with uh, lionel trains and uh that's a uh, christmas there is a very, very special item in here, but let's go ahead and start at the at the Polar Express mud cars, which you talked about before, Corey. Yeah, I talked about these a little bit earlier. I think I would just say that, uh, you know, as I'm a Polar Express fan, I just am. And uh, while a lot of other people, it seems like a divided group here. Some people love, some people hate. I love Polar. And so it made sense to do a Polar Express uh, paint scheme, not only in that powered unit, but also in a combo, as I mentioned. And... Uh, a piece that was so much fun to create this year was the Polar Express ice track. Um, for those who have watched the motion picture, there's that iconic scene at night where the Polar Express is, you know, slipping and sliding across the icy lake, and it's so chaotic. And so we thought, how can we recreate this effect? Um, and we thought, why not use curved illuminated track uh, to create the swerve? And not only that, but make the lights flicker. And so you take this track and you put it over this kind of map like texture, like a sheet that goes under the track. And now you have sort of like the illusion that you are in the movie and your train is slipping across the track. Um, so I cannot wait to just um, ship this out to customers so they can experience it. Really quickly, is the Polar Express uh, bud cart, is that going to have Polar Express sounds in it? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. So this is going to have custom Polar Express sounds. Okay. Yeah. I think I found the bud car I'm ordering. Between that smoke unit and that snowy roof and it just gives you all the polar feels, right? Absolutely. <laughs> there, there's literally no shortage of items that we're going to choose when it comes to Polar Express. So Anytime that we're sitting and talking about, oh, we're introducing this this year, we're introducing that next year. It's like, okay, well, are we going to do it in polar? Yes, of course we are. So um, in the scale world, you have the hot chocolate thermos car. 
So giving the illusion that, you know, the hot chocolate is being pulled down the line in that thermos there. It'll have some unique lighting effect in there as well. Um, doing the flat car with the hot cocoa container, uh, the butter dish load on top of the flat car um, has been a really big hit. So doing it in polar was just not a question. It was an absolute must. Um, really fun, affordable piece to add to the layout, as well as uh, the Sleigh Bells Mint Car, getting that Sleigh Bell load within the, the Mint Car, a unique piece and uh, sister to one that we had done a few years back, but in different coloring. Um, and then as far as the O-Gage world is concerned, we're also bringing a new accessory this year with the illuminated covered bridge, uh, having that iconic movie imagery um, unique to each side uh, with the, the deep, rich colors that you know and love of Polar Express um, was really fun to do. Yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and move on to page uh, 110, where I think we have probably. Uh, and. We've heard this from many people on the server and friends and people, but this is we, we, we all kind of agree that this is probably the gem of this entire catalog. This 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 um, North Pole Central Legacy, this Sleigh Bell Limited set is just absolutely incredible. Yeah, when, when Ryan told me that I was going to get to talk about this one tonight, I was like, oh, yes, please. The decoration on this locomotive and the add-on pieces is absolutely beautiful. Like you said, it's, it's, it's a hit. And I think everyone that's seen this, um, you know, kicking off with a Sarah in our art department, she, she came up with this beautiful, beautiful decoration on here. Like this is, I think, one, if not everyone's favorite coming into this catalog as far as the Christmas items are concerned. It is absolutely beautiful. Uh, I can't say enough wonderful things about how this turned out. And I think Ryan and, and the whole team here are very pleased with how this came out and how well it's being received. I just love how just eye appealing this set is and even all even down to the small details for the diesels even having like the icebreakers and the, the the plows in the front even stuff like that is fantastic and i think that this the integration between the red band being just a giant ribbon is so clever and with the bell on it too with the bow it's it's so cool i love it it's it's such a fantastic and beautiful set and uh, i know so many folks will be excited when they get these sets when they finally come out yeah the, the logos the imagery everything ties together so beautifully it it's it's absolutely breathtaking and then of course uh on 111 we we continue with uh some more la scale legacy yeah taking it way back um, and uh, a little nod to Dickens with the, the Fezzlewig Railway, having the legacy camelback with the the beautiful, classic, deep, rich uh, coloring on there. The add-on rolling stock uh, with the Christmas novelties fox car, the Kringles molasses, the reindeer transport car, all with that really like 1900s vintage feel. Um, again, a sharp contrast to what you see on the previous page, but beautiful in its own right. And then adding to the end of that, the Christmas bobber caboose. And then again, a, a what if 
thermos car with the Christmas hot chocolate in the scale pieces. Go ahead, Jen. Yeah, I gotta say, I I love the um. I'm re- first of all, I'm real excited to see how all the Camelbacks are gonna come out in this catalog because y'all did some really neat color combos this time around. Um, and it's it is cool, and you I can just tell like you guys have just had like you've said and confirmed here, like you guys just have fun, you know, throwing ideas out and figuring stuff out. This is a really cool, restrained, neat looking. Like it's like its subtlety is its strongest point. Like the fact that you guys are focused on the colors and the design of the cars and just really like I can like with the Slay Bell Limited too, you guys have just done a really, really good job with this stuff. It's a really cool take on new items for the Christmas people who love this stuff. Thank you. I totally agree. All right. And on page believe 112 113 we have the winter wonderland express so this is a um rehit of the winter wonderland express and now upgraded to 5.0 um this will have a different road number so for those who maybe um have both you'll be able to tell them apart with the different road numbers on there we're also bringing back the christmas tree flat car um i think we brought that out if not last catalog, the catalog before that, and it did really well. So we wanted to bring another paint scheme into it. Um, it's got the two Christmas trees on there and then the blinking lights within them. Uh, really cool effect as it shimmers down the track. And then adding a new accessory with sounds, we have the Santa's workshop. Um, what's cool about that is it's got the, the bright imagery around it. It's got the LED string lighting around the roof there. And it comes with a unique sound set in it. That sound set will um, be on a timer. So it will go through a full scene with Santa's elves. I don't want to spoil all the cool sounds in it. Um, That'll go for some time. It'll have a a minute or so of silence and then cycle through again. It also does have a sound on off switch if you just want to enjoy the lights. That's pretty neat. I like the fact that you actually put a a built-in delay in there. So it's just not constantly going off but you have this kind of ambient like sound that pops up every now and then that that's that's actually a really good idea yeah we want to be mindful of we we know that you know people have christmas layouts that maybe they're showing off to their friends and families or you know um big displays and stuff so gives you that little hint if people are walking by that the scene's gone but it's not going through over and over and over again you're going to get a delay there let's skip on to the next page yeah, just so briefly, um, here's that North Pole Central rail bonder I mentioned earlier. Again, if you're a North Pole Central fan, this is going to fit perfectly with your layout. And I'll let Megan take it over uh, from here. Yeah, and if you're a graffiti fan or a Christmas fan, we had to do this maxi stacks with the graffiti um, as well in the Christmas theme. Uh, fun, uh, heavily detailed decoration on those. Uh, flat car with the Santa's Choice milk carton with that bu- that butter dish load on top of there. Uh, Santa's Choice is an item that we've done a couple other times in Christmas. So this just kind of nods back to previous items that we've done there. Um, new for us this year is we, we do the Christmas music box car every year, but new is that we're adding lights to it as well. So not only are you going to get the sounds of the the Christmas songs looping over and over again, you do have a sound on off switch for that and the lights, but the cheeks, the rosy cheeks on the side of all the carolers there will glow as well. And then always iconic in collectible every year, 
the 2023 Christmas boxcar with the great Christmas imagery of invoking memories of Christmas past and, and cutting down the tree while the, while the children look on. All right, and let's go ahead and move into our last two pages of the catalog. So that would be 116 and 117. Yeah, um, as we described before, uh, new to Lionel Tooling, we have the St. Nick's Nog Shop drive-in. So taking the, the Christmas theme and throwing it on the drive-in here with the lights, the sound, the motion, as well as command control. Again, this will have unique sounds to the item and will, will be a fun addition to any Christmas layout. We're also doing, um, we did in 2023 C2, we did the, or I'm sorry, the 2022 C2, we did the roadside diner, um, a, a generic version. We're bringing it back again with uh, the Christmas theme, again, getting that LED string lighting that we've come to love on these Christmas items. We're also pulling down the side, the sign on that roadside diner, it, it used to be more elevated. We've pulled it down so that we can light it, so that it invokes that um, neon lighting effect to it. So that's a new addition to the roadside diner. Um, on the next page, for those who have collected the, the Disney Christmas set, which has been a popular year-over-year -year item, we wanted to make sure that we gave consumers a chance to add on to that set as well by throwing in a station platform. So it has the same decorations to match that set. We also have the hot cocoa Northeast caboose with decking. What's really cool about this one is that you not only get the, the Northeast caboose, you also get a deck kit inside of it to turn it into its own little shop and a 10 inch uh, fast track piece with the plug expand play cable so that you can kind of put it off to the side of your regular layout. If you want to not put the, the decking there and let the cocoa caboose go around your, your layout, you most certainly could do that. Um, that decking was designed by Dave and actually produced and manufactured in the USA. It'll be really easy to assemble. You could paint it, stain it, glue it together, um, but we'll have all kinds of instructions inside. And again, something fun and unique to add to a Christmas layout, um, as well as bringing back the Quonset hut with a Christmas theme and turning it into Dasher's Buy and Fly. Yeah, these are incredible. And I do have to say, like, hands down to you, uh, Megan and Corey, for coming up with all of these cool uh, ideas and new items to put in the in the traditional side of the catalog. And obviously, uh, to everybody on your team, uh, you know, I don't want to leave anybody out. Your sound team, your your art, your art, whoever your artwork team is. Holy cow. Like, they just like. They, they need uh you need to like give them all raises so. <laughs> they're just like blowing it out of the water for sure for for sure they are so wonderful and we couldn't do any of this without them they really do you know we come to them with ideas and then they make our, our ideas 10 times better than what we could even personally imagine all right folks well this is just a quick addition to the podcast catalog i fortunately ended up missing a page at the end and we are going to cover those items right now. This is the expand your world and this would be pages, I believe 120 and 121. The first item on 120 is a Warner brothers hundredth anniversary water tower. 
There is a Warner Brothers 100th Anniversary Theater, which is pretty cool. You're going to see this templating a, a few different places. Uh, this was done also on the uh, the Mickey Mouse Theater, and it's also done on the next page. There are some Warner Brothers classic movie billboards. There is a Patriots Salute Gateman. Uh, so as uh, Retro Mikado had pointed out, there's this is a Marine for the Gateman, which is actually very, very cool. There's a Lionel Theater, like I said, with that templating. There is a Prankster Flagpole. There's a Lionel Ale Hut. There's a Thompson Friends billboard set. And then lastly, what's really cool, and I think my favorite part of these two pages, are some new smoke scents. So we have Winter Wonderland. We have American Summer, which um, maybe it's like barbecue. And we have Happy Birthday. Vanilla Bourbon, which I'm definitely picking up. Maple syrup, and then bay leaf and tobacco scented smoke fluid, and I am going to pick that one up as well. So again, uh, quick apology to everybody and Megan and Corey. Uh, sorry I missed this last page, but I did want to make sure that we get these items covered. So let me see this uh, as just to start wrapping up here. Um, for each of you, uh, can you tell me like what your favorite item out of the catalog is? I would have to say, though I am a huge Halloween nerd, uh, the Disney 100 train set is my favorite piece by far. I think because of all of the the history behind it, the partnership with Disney, the fact that it's got the unique um, decoration, the neat the neat um, surface treatment uh, with the added fleck inside of it that's going to you know really shine it, it's a, a beautiful set and i think one that that people will, will want to watch out for i can't disagree with that Corey, how about yourself you know i think because of the inspiration from the team and the sort of natural chemistry everyone had in, in helping bring it to life um and kudos to megan for just achieving that too is the Willy Wonka set. And I say that because it's not only a movie I enjoy, but I always enjoy the products that are a little bit quirky um, and unexpected. So that like that gobstopper car, I, I kept telling Meg and I'm like, I'm obsessed with that thing. So I think the Willy Wonka set for me is, is the highlight. Great choice. Uh, John, how about yourself, man? man. Oh man. Um, I got, I think right away uh, the bud cars. Uh, for the traditional stuff, it's such a great blend. It's like you said, a scale guy or a traditional guy can run these. Um, Y'all picked some great paint schemes and just the whole what they represent overall for the catalog and for Lionel. Um, hands down, that's my favorite thing. Especially the B&O ones, of course, being East Coast. Yep. Uh, Johnny? I got to say, I'm like I said before, I'm a big fan of the Midway boxcar. The, the World War II historian in me loves it. Uh, like the graphics are amazing. The bits of history from that particular battle you chose put on are awesome. And then I think that after that, it's it's the obvious one of the uh, of the North Pole, the North Pole Central set. Um, this you can't beat those those graphics and the design and the paint scheme. It, it is the epitome of streamlined Christmas set. So fantastic. How about you, Matt? Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to cheat a little bit and I'm, I have a tie, actually. So um, because I have to give both of these items credit. So the first one, uh, hands down, the uh, Santa Fe uh, 75th anniversary boxcar, uh, without a doubt, like this is just incredible. 
And like I said before, like the the the, the actual labels on top, the, the markings on top of it, just like take it like to the next level. And then my second one uh, is the Polar Express uh, Bud Car for sure. Like as as someone who's a huge fan of like commuter vehicles, which is you know what I collect for. I collect a lot of commuter based stuff for Chicagoland. You have a Bud Car and you and you throw Polar Express on it. Well, yeah, you checked all the boxes. Uh, so I'm definitely going to pick that one up for sure. Johnny or John, do you guys have um, any closing uh, thoughts here on the traditional catalog? John, you want to take the lead? Uh, sure. Um, yeah, like I said before, just the the kind of like stuff that you're offering, the way you're doing and approaching the, uh, the themed sets, the more realistic, prototypical traditional stuff you're offering. Um, I think you guys are doing a great job on what you're selecting. I love the concepts and ideas and just hearing how much fun you guys are having with creating this stuff. I mean, straight from the source. That's so much fun to hear. It sounds like a really just I mean, who wouldn't love doing this kind of stuff? It's a really, really fun idea. And uh, just a, a small note on the last last um, page in the accessories there. Um, thank you for the Marine Corps representation on your uh, Patriot Gateman. Uh, I come from a Marine Corps family and seeing that kind of stuff in your catalog is really, really appreciated. Thank you. I had a great time doing that one. I know we didn't hit those pages, but the Patriot Salute Gateman was a really fun and no-brainer addition. We had to have something. I, I knew there are a lot of people, um, you know, no matter what part of the military any, anyone touches, to be able to have the soldier come out of the gate and salute as the train passes by. Um, I know a lot of people collect um, the different diesel locomotives that we've had with the, the different military imagery on the side. Um, but it, it's, it's a, it's a great accessory to, again, you know, honor those who have served or are currently serving to have that, that soldier come out and salute as everyone goes by. Um, but it was a really great way to retweak that accessory. I just want to finish out by saying thank you so much, uh, everyone, for coming out and, and being part of our show. I, I really think this was a really great episode, really different from any of our previous catalog shows. Um, just because, at least for me personally, it's nice to be able to step away from the, the you know, prototypical scale, everything, and just have fun with trains. I think that's something that gets lost in this hobby so often when you get so deep into prototypicality. It's just, you know, in the end of the day, it's, the the day, it's, a, it's a model train. You know, have fun um, and step away from the realism and just kick back with something fantasy or something that just brings a smile to your, to your face, which a lot of the, the items in this catalog have, have done for us tonight. So um, thank you so much. You guys are putting all your hard work into it and uh, for bringing such a fun line to uh, O-Scale and to Lionel. We really appreciate it and uh, thank you for all that you do. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having us and, lo and letting us, um, you know, get to share all the wonderful fun facts that we have. We, I mean, you know, I, I don't want to speak for Corey, but we have the, the best job in the world and being able to talk about these things that we have kind of been a labor of love for the last few months um, and being able to share it with all of you is, is really fun and exciting for us to do. hundred percent agree with everything Megan said. And uh, thank you all again, just for letting us join you and, and conversing with each other. Well, you know, obviously thank you. So again, you know, the guys said it the best, but uh, thank you so much for taking your time out to come on our show. So uh, you know, we're a modest little podcast 
Uh, we like to talk about uh, O scale trains and uh, we like to have fun doing it. And uh, for Lionel to take the time out to come on and talk about their catalog uh, means a lot to us. And uh, the usual way we end the show is we want to make sure that our guests are able to talk about uh, where people can find them. And I know you're both Lionel, so that's fine. But uh, if you want to kind of tell us like where people can find Lionel, where people can find information, if there was anything uh, particular about yourself you wanted to leave, um, go ahead. Yeah, you can find us on all social media, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, or uh, TikTok. Um, you can also email any questions that you have to talk to us at lionel.com. Uh, you can get a hold of either of us through there as well, through our wonderful ladies in the call center. Ditto to what Megan just said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, John, where can people find you, sir? Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Retro Mikado and then on Instagram as well at Retro Mikado 96. And uh, guys, thank you so much again for having me on as well. Uh, Megan and Corey, it was so awesome getting to talk to some natural people from Lionel um, and Matt and Johnny. I'm sorry, Matt Z couldn't be here, but uh, he's here in spirit. And uh, guys, thanks so much for doing the podcast and just getting everybody together like this. It's so much fun to be able to talk to everybody and just, you know, get behind the scenes info on this kind of stuff. It's it's really fun. Uh, Johnny, how about yourself? Um, just want to say thank you once again. And uh, uh, hopefully we'll get to have you guys on one more time, another time for uh, maybe a future catalog. So um but to wrap up here uh, you can find me on youtube at automus that's a-u-d-a-m-u-s guys it's been over a year but i finally done it i uploaded video so check out the channel uh, by the time this, uh, this episode drops uh i will have uploaded my biggest video yet where i attempt to make my own uh class a and o scale so please check that out uh you can also find me on instagram at automus underscore trains and facebook by the same name i upload a lot more on my instagram than i do on my youtube channel and then last but not least you can find me on the matt and matt o scale podcast discord server i will usually be scrolling through the chats poking fun of people and uh making a fool of myself in the voice chat so come on down it's lots of fun and you can find me on YouTube at WC Model Railroad. I'm on Facebook as WC Model Railroad. And you guessed it. I'm on Instagram as WC Model Railroad. So uh, thank you uh, to our listeners. Uh, obviously, uh, we give you obviously the biggest kudos because you're the one downloading these episodes, leaving us feedback, letting us know what you like. And uh, we will continue uh, to make these uh, podcast episodes because you know what? We love doing it and we, uh, you know, we appreciate everyone's support. So with that said, uh, Johnny, John, Megan, Corey, thank you so much. And everyone have a wonderful night. Good everyone. Thank you. Take care.